Alright, we're back. We got a new episode. We're here. First, let's get into boxing. What's happened over the weekend. And uh, we gotta talk about we gotta talk about the news and we gotta talk about some things. So first things first. Taylor Ramirez. Great fight. Great fight. Couldn't ask anything more from an undisputed four-belt world champion fight, if you ask me. On one hand, you had Taylor, who, if you look at the fight, you can clearly see he has a solid, he has a solid hand speed advantage, not by much, but it's, it's you know, you can see it, you can see the difference. And then, you know, he's got, he's got the movement, he has the boxing ability, but he also likes to get in there, mix it up, get in close. He's got a, a, a smidgen of a Mexican style, but it was more of a Mexican style mixed with a counterpuncher style. Then on the other hand, you had Ramirez, who is Mexican, clearly bringing the Mexican style. And in my opinion, if it wasn't for those two knockdowns, because even in the scorecards it reflected it, uh, the scorecards read, I believe, I believe all of them read 114-112, is that outside of those two knockdowns, Ramirez was winning the fight, and from the eye test, for the most part, I did think Ramirez was winning the fight, because on the back end, uh, Taylor, he was coasting a little bit. He wasn't as active as he was in the first, I'm going to say, seven rounds or so. But if you look at the beginning of the fight, within the first, I believe, four rounds, I actually had the fight pretty even, about 2-2. Like, this entire fight was an even fight for the most part, besides the two knockdowns. It was pretty much an even fight. One guy went around, next guy went around, you know, but just back and forth the entire time. But, the two knockdowns were obviously the difference, and Taylor is now your undisputed unified 140 champion, just like Terrence Crawford before him. Great fight. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it because, I mean, we, we, we know what happened, all right? Taylor, I think he would have won this fight easier if he would have just stuck to the outside, boxed him out the entire time, and then just, just, you know, stayed on his bike, kept with the movement. But he decided to mix it up and get inside on him where that's more of Ramirez's ball game. You can kind of tell there was a strength, not a strength, but power difference, as everybody likes to say, a power difference. The power difference was clearly there. Ramirez, actually, you could see it like when you when each when each of them would hit, you could see Ramirez looked at like he was he was giving Taylor some problem. Like if he would land like really flush to Taylor, like a couple of times, like Taylor might have a short night. But you know, kudos to Taylor. He had good movement in there, and even when he couldn't really move, and Ramirez would corner him and start hitting digging into his body that's the one thing that was that was the advantage on the for Ramirez he was eating Taylor's body alive but Taylor weathered the storm and how he was weathering the storm was actually when he would connect with like a I don't know if it was the straight left or straight right but after he would connect with that he would grab him and kind of smother him as they were saying in the broadcast which in all reality that's perfect game plan because Ramirez was tearing up his body and that's what he had to do, especially because Ramirez was kind of stalking him, walking him down, and cornering him. So it was perfect. 
game planning and scheming on, you know, that's ring IQ on Taylor Ramirez. You know, you got to give your hats off to him. The first knockdown, I believe it was round six. He got caught with a, he just got caught coming in, got dropped, got stunned. And then in the next, that following round, in round six, I believe, he got caught with a uppercut that dropped him. But it was a kind of a weird one because it was kind of like, the ref was about to touch him like he thought they were about to break up, but he didn't and kind of pulled back. And then that's when Taylor caught him. And, you know, that was the fight right there. You know, a beautiful thing. Couldn't ask for more. Now Taylor. The question is now, what does Taylor do after this fight? Does he go up to 147 or does he stay at 140, defend all four belts? Which I, I doubt it. Because most guys, when they win the four belts, it's like, all right, I've, I've beaten all the challenges at this weight class. Now it's time for a new challenge. But if Taylor does go up to 147 and decides to fight Terrence Crawford, I'd have to give the fight to Terrence just based on power and aggression. But it would be a very tactical match because Taylor's like 5'10", 5'11". He's a big dude. And I believe Terrence Crawford's only 5'7", 5'8". So it would be a good match of would Taylor actually stay on the outside or would he actually try to get in and rough up Terrence Crawford, who is a problem for everybody. I don't know. We'll see.